You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Oh, 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 okay, Dave. Dave, you want to do a poll? I would like to take a poll. Good morning, everybody. It is Pastors Live. And you can contact us at pastorslive at therev.fm. Why am I saying that right at the top of the hour? Because I would like to take a poll on the 60th anniversary of a tragic event that took place in Dealey Plaza uh, in Dallas, Texas. 60 years ago today, our president, John F. Kennedy, was assassinated. Here's the poll. One shooter or multiple shooters? One shooter or multiple shooters. Oh, there you go. Man, was Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> acting alone, or uh, were there others? I, I'm just curious what people think. I have watched, as you know, Shane, uh, and Ty knows this because we've known each other for a yeah, couple, going yeah. on a hundred years now. Um, well, sixty apparently. Anyhow, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I, I've watched the Zapruder film many, 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 many times. And honestly, I go back and forth. There are times where I'm just absolutely convinced I know. And then there's other times I'm like, oh, I think I'm wrong. So there you go. That's my question. Pastors Live at the Rev.F. And what do you think, folks? But you know what's well, even more important than <laughs> the, that? I have no idea how we're going to handle all those oh, comments. That's okay. Content. Today <laughs> is Love Your Freckles Day. And I'm sitting here with all these redheads. I love it because you guys know I married a redhead. I happen to be partial to to uh, the red hair. I love red hair. Yeah. And my my beautiful bride has some lovely freckles. Shane, you're married to a redhead. Yeah, I love my wife's freckles. You love her freckles. There you go. It's it is today is National Love Your Freckles Day. So Pastor go love Ty, your wife. You you got <laughs> freckles, yeah. I, well, you know, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm spotted. There's there no question about that. And uh, Ben, Ben's got a few. I've got uh, all the way up to my my farmer's tan line. <laughs> there you go. I am drenched in freckles. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You we go. got we got freckles to spare. Oh, we got, yeah. Yes. So it is love your freckles day. Uh, of course, I I married uh, I married a German girl. So. Um, not a lot of freckles on my German girl. Not so much. Uh, but uh, but you have freckles on all my kiddos though. She has nine freckles, right? Huh? Nine freckles. Nine freckles. <laughs> Total. Yeah. No freckles. That's that's like German. Oh, German. Nine, nine, nine freckles. Yeah. Nice. That was dude. Nice. That was that was lofty. Wow. Oh yeah. Dude, that was heady. So yeah, that, that was, was heady. So that that's nice. pastors you, live wow. at the Rev. FM, Lori. That's thought, what you just I said. These guys were pastors. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Ty's like, dude. Yeah. I was like, that was Don't great. Don't talk about my wife like this. <laughs> but there is something going on tonight, guys, uh, here Woo-hoo! at the church. And we want to invite you to come out. It's our night of thanks. It's our harvest hoedown. Come, hang out, do some line dancing, uh, eat some treats. Uh, It's going to be really a great time. We're going to have a whale of a time. Ooh. Oh, that means our reading is now in Jonah. Nicely done. All right, so <laughs> let me ask you guys a question. Jonah is an interesting story to me because when we talk about providence and decree, we talk about free will. And somebody asked me the other day, I said, they said, well, we have free will. I said, until we don't. And they said, what? I said, we have free will until we don't. So did Jonah have, uh, did, did Jonah really have a choice but to go to Nineveh? Because Ish. God said, go to Nineveh. Yeah, exactly. This is what makes this kind of a fun conversation. Because uh, he, it looks like he chose, through his free will, to say, I'm not going, God. You want me to go to Nineveh? I'm not going to Nineveh. 
And then he gets on a boat and goes the opposite direction. <laughs> and then he was willing to die for his his direction. He's like, just throw me overboard, guys. I, I, he's, he's not thinking he's going to get swallowed by a fish. Well, he didn't have a boatload of conviction, I'll tell you that. No, he didn't, no, he did right? Not. Yeah. And so, no, he did not. So he goes, he goes overboard, <laughs> and God swallows him with a fish and then pukes him up on the shores of Nineveh because God said you're going to Nineveh, which means you're going to Nineveh. Yeah. If God said it, you're going. But the question is, is this is one of those questions about free will, you know, our responsibility, God's sovereignty. This is kind of a fun conversation in this one because Saul is the same way. Saul was anointed king by God, so he was going to be king. And even though he hid amongst the luggage, he didn't want to be king. He was still going to be king. So, Ben, you, I, I your face is looking. You this. have thoughts. This will be fun thoughts. By the way, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm, this was probably going to stir the hornet's nest, but okay. Oh, no, it's, it'll be fine, probably. I would say I'm that. I'm not talking about your conversation. Oh. I'm thinking about the three of us. Yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> so, uh, talking from a, a more, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm going to speak some thoughts, I suppose. So, I would say <laughs> that Jonah absolutely had free will. But he was using his free will in a limited space to delay the inevitable. If God says you're going to Nineveh, you're going to Nineveh. You can't fight that forever. But he did fight it for as long as he could. He was fully acting within his free will. But, like, you know, if I got arrested and I was going to go to jail, no matter how much I tried to escape, I'm still going. You know, he absolutely would have free will. You know, unless the Jonah that went to Nineveh wasn't the Jonah that got swallowed by the well. Boom. There you go. Send your conspiracy theories to Pastor's Life at Red.com. I'm hoping that what you mean by that is that solically there was a change. Yeah. When you read the prayer of uh-huh, Jonah as yes. he's dropping into the mouth of Moby Dick, you know, I mean, there's there's an amazing prayer there. And I can yeah. remember years ago listening to Jay Vernon McGee. I think I was, in, yeah, I was Jay, a junior yeah. or a senior in high school listening to Jay Vernon McGee talk about the prayer of Jonah. In fact, he was doing a series on prayer and quick prayers, like um, St. Peter's prayer, Lord save me. A pretty good yeah. prayer, but it's pretty fast. You know, Jonah's prayer, dropping into the mouth of the whale, is a pretty fast prayer of repentance. And so it, it would appear that his his free will changed <laughs> real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting it's an interesting question, man. Because when he gets spit up. On the shore, you know, when you're going through Sunday school, it makes it seem quicker than it is. But when you're reading, you don't know the time period between chapter two and chapter three, yeah. uh, or at least I don't. Right? I, I don't know well, how long it took from Jonah coming out of the whale to God saying the second time, "Hey, now I'm asking you again <laughs> to go to right, and well, yeah." Except that Jesus uses Jonah as an example of right. the resurrection. Right. Yes. Absolutely. That, I think that's that's pretty telling. And I think what that does, too, is it's a very interesting picture for us of the Christian life Mm -hmm. because God is calling to us. We have a tendency to go the other way. We're willing to face uh, destruction rather than face God and and, and Mm -hmm. follow him. But yet then when we're confronted with our own death, there's this crying out, there's a resurrection, and then there's mission on the end of the resurrection. It's like, you know, however... Jonah ends up in a really weird place. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of Jonah, we're not quite there in the reading yet, but right. at the end of Jonah, I mean, Jonah does what he does. And of course, we know that many people from that time, uh, because Romina was here, she's a Syrian, <clears throat> and she can trace her family faith back to Jonah and Nineveh. 
And, and so, you know, in in some ways, you know, for them as a family. Well, saying, you know, yeah. let, me, let me throw a little, let me just throw a little fly in that ointment real quick. Not about Romina, but about Jonah. Yeah. Um, 150 years later, there's another prophet named yeah. oh, but, Nahum. Or Na- yeah, sorry. And he, Nahum yeah. goes right back to the exact same city and says, yeah, you don't get a second chance this time. Jonah came here 150 years ago and said, you got 40 days before you get right. yours. And the king says, oh, perhaps God will be, you know, gracious. And, and they repent and they get another century and a half. Nahum shows up a century and a half later and says, yeah, God's not playing with you this time. You're toast. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's just interesting. Well, the idea of a remnant. They ultimately yeah. did get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They, they, they got toasted. Right. Well, it's because so God. Well, because God used them as as a, his instrument of vengeance. Yep. But then, because God requires justice, right. he turns around and he also punishes them. Right. As he used them to punish his people, so God's a God of equity and justice. I I, I would find it interesting though that that here's Jonah. They repent, but he's sulking because he's sulking because because right. he knows that God is gracious. Was the guy saved? I mean, really? Uh, well, I mean, that's, well, that's like, does Jonah actually it. make it to heaven? Is all I'm saying. That's the satire of it, right? <laughs> right. That's why you look well, yeah. at the when you read Jonah, and Jonah requires another chapter, and we don't have it. I know, right? <laughs> right. You, it's like the you, Holy Spirit says, "That's yeah. none of your business." Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Right. When right. you read Jonah, you get slapped in the face. Oh, because you're you're looking into so a mirror punch, yeah. and it's saying, "Do you as a Christian?" care about the lost souls and and the people that you think you have a right to hate because right. like the assyrians were brutal yeah oh absolutely they were brutal. famous for using and i don't mean to be crude here but this is they were famous for using jewish skin as upholstery for their furniture yeah and their walls right outside. yeah so yeah. they were brutal 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 terribly ugly nasty people they they make hamas look like kindergartners yeah. okay the assyrians were nasty and so jonah in his mind i have a right to hate them and it's important for us to remember god loves the people you hate you yep. ouch and jesus yep. says that right ouch. he says so the people that christians some not all and i don't mean to paint with too broad of a brush some Christian pastors get in their pulpit, pound their fists, pound the pulpit, and talk about the people they hate because they're so righteous. Um, God loves the people you hate. You think you have a right to hate them? Right. And God's like, I love them. And in fact, I might just send you to speak grace to them, not me, Lord. I'd rather take a fish ride than do that. Oh, well, let's really? take a three-day fish ride and yeah. see how that works out for you. And what does Jesus and say? Then, on the, and then, t- like Ty said, and then at the end, he's still pouting. I'm sorry. Go right, right. Yeah. What does Jesus say in the, in the Sermon on the Mount? You know, if you love those who are the same as you, the, the yeah. tax collectors do the same Everybody as that. Everybody does that. That's easy. Yeah. I'm calling you to love those that are your enemies. Right. That, that you do not like. <laughs> right. You're this is my political yes. party. You're in the same political party. Oh, I like you. This is my orientation. You agree with my orientation. Oh, I like you. Yeah. Oh, you're of the different political party. I hate you and I have the right to. Oh, you have a different orientation. I hate you and I have a right, right. to. And God's going, I love them all. I even love you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, you There's a miracle. <laughs> right. I even love yeah. you. Jonah had his, his choice <laughs> still. When you come to chapter three, he could have hardened his heart more right than it already was 100 percent, he could have but he didn't that's not what scripture says 
God taught him a lesson, disciplined the prophet, right? Yeah. And uh, Jonah responded to that by his choice. So does Jonah have free will? Absolutely. Can God intervene? Absolutely. Yeah. Can, but, yeah. But he's he's, he's, I, I he's a that. conflicted character, though, right? Because right. he goes back and forth, he, like I do a lot. Yeah. Right. I, I I can relate to Jonah. I can relate that. to Peter. You right? Ready, fire, aim. You yeah. know, that's 100%. my hundred percent. You know. Yeah. One hundred percent. I missed who said. I'm sorry. Agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, he now he's now he's doing the redmer. He's like, uh, like, yeah. like it's the chair. It's the chair. It's the chair. We need to get rid of the chair. Go. It's cursed. No, no such thing. No, I agree that he's a conflicted character because is, yeah. I would dare to say all of us are because mm-hmm. the prophets in the Bible I would say are the outliers when it comes to you know all of these holy men that are just near perfect. We're not like them, and to compare ourselves to people that are you know, as close to perfect as I think most humans can get is sometimes unreasonable. And we're all very conflicted. We go back and forth and that's okay because God has grace upon grace upon grace and he loves us and forgives us even when we struggle to make those choices that are the correct choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good word too. I, I think that, you know, when you think about it, you know, Jesus said, you know, you've heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, uh, that you may be the sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain upon the just and the unjust. I mean, that he basically, he loves his creation, and he says, I want you to love him. And I want you to love everyone. And and I think we do struggle. I, I know oh, con- the you. conflicting, being conflicted, is we struggle with things. And we're like, I know I'm supposed to love right now, mm-hmm. but I'm conflicted <clears throat> in that. And I think Jonah was one of those characters that, you, yeah. I mean, we, we have a tendency to go, oh, Jonah blew it. You know, oh, it was a whale of town. But no, let's, how many of us have ever had the same idea? Like God, the Holy Spirit says to us, hey, I want you to go talk to that person. We're like, I don't think I want to do that. All right. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, and, and we're not getting swallowed by a fish and, you know, having a resurrection uh, because <clears throat> Jesus said it was a resurrection. So uh, we, I, be, I believe that Jonah died. There you go. And I believe he came back. I mean, I believe that's what Jesus right. got. got He's making a point. You know what, though, yeah. you guys, so much of, of um, so much of the Christian walk does seem counterintuitive, right? Yeah. Um, to give thanks when you're in the midst of a trial. We talked about that at the last Brothers Breakfast. Um, before you're, if you're in the midst of a trial, before you go palms up to your friends and family, your small group or your church and say, I need help. If you don't give me five bucks right now, they're going to shut off my electricity, right? What if before you did that, before you came palms up to human beings, what if you went palms up to the Lord and not asked for five bucks, but said, Lord, I thank you for this trial. Lord, yeah. I thank you for the struggle. And yet that's what we're called to do. Yeah. And a lot of what we do as Christians, a lot of the um, <clears throat> the victorious, abundant Christian life is counterintuitive. Um, what if the Lord were to say to you, hey, you know those people that you really despise? I mean, you despise them. You're like, oh, they deserve to go to hell. What if instead of despising them, you went marching into their nightclub and loved on them. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. And what if what if your Christian friends and neighbors and family 
didn't understand it. Right. Well, and now welcome to the life of being a prophet in the Old Testament, there it specifically is. <clears throat> in the book of the 12. Mm-hmm. And being a Christian nowadays. Too. Being a Christian yeah. nowadays. You know, what What <clears throat> if God's showing you through your your heater being broken or turned off, right? Mercy. Mm-hmm. What does he say to Jonah? Dude, you're so compassionate about this plant that just died. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you're more worried about the plant yeah, than the people. You got 120,000 people down there, not in the whole city. He just says 120,000 who don't who know, know they're right, right from their left. From their yeah. left. They're, they're children, they're, they're babies. Then they need to know me. And the animals. God's yeah, more concerned the about the life. <laughs> but there it is, Shane. What? It, so instead of crying and whining because your cadet heater broke in your bathroom and your, your ensuite bathroom in the home, and you're like, oh, God, the persecution. It's all the way down to 72 <laughs> degrees in my bathroom. What <laughs> if when that happens, you say, baby, let's run down to the department store and buy a blanket and give it to a homeless person who's going to be freezing their tail off tonight yep. while we're in a 72-degree bathroom. Yep. You, you see what I'm saying? When you put things like that in juxtaposition, you realize maybe rather than whining and crying, like we can, some, like you said, Ty, we can sometimes give Jonah a bad rap, right? He was literally wailing before the Lord. Come on. That's a good one. It was you, good. Come on. That was really wow, good. This whole program is laced no, with I, <laughs> Jonah. What if uh, instead of wailing before, before the, the Lord, Lord for our like, inconveniences, we said, like you said, Shane, maybe the Lord's just reminding you, be merciful. Right. Mercy over dr- what, judgment. What about that guy you drive by every day on your way to work that's out there with a cup and a cardboard sign that you're thinking, oh, he's probably a scammer. What if he is a scammer? But right. what if you just walk up to him and say, hey, I bought this blanket for you, and I want to give it to you in the name of Jesus Christ. And when you wrap this blanket around you tonight, I want you to just ask the Lord to wrap himself around you. Yeah. See ya. Have a nice day. Yeah. Uh, wow. You yeah. know? What yeah. if? <laughs> look at Bless Paul. you. Bless you. Do you need a blanket? No, no, it's a good. You look can, at can we turn up the cadet heater? That's the yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's like our heater doesn't work. If nobody knows, our heater here doesn't work. That's why. That's why oh, what does Paul say? He about. says contentment, right? Yeah. yeah. He says contentment. I can be content in any and every circumstance, and that's where I whoa, derive whoa, 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 my whoa, whoa. power. You mean, you mean you mean you mean it doesn't mean like uh, like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me? Doesn't mean I can climb Everest without oxygen? It Is means that, you can. That first means you can <laughs> try. I can do all things through. Christ Jesus means that you can whine and complain about your space heater and God will listen to you. That's what it means. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a, you that, may not like what he's hearing. No, no, that is not. That is not. No, no. That was a big, 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 big slap in the face and sarcasm. There right? you go. Okay, yeah. right there. Insert sarcasm right. here. Yes, yes. exactly. Sarcasm here. No, Paul derived his power in Christ through contentment in That's Christ. Right. And look what, at all the opportunities. The yeah. yeah. Look at the opportunities, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That were given to Paul. And mm-hmm. I think we miss out. I yeah. miss out. Everybody misses out, as Ben yeah. was talking about early. We struggle with this. Yeah. We miss out on these little tests, not of, hey, do you love me or not? But, hey, I want to strengthen your faith, says yeah. the Lord. I want to yeah. strengthen uh, your your uh, ability to communicate the gospel, uh, says the Lord. And we fail these tests often because we don't see them. Right. Because uh, mm-hmm. we're so we're we're so much like Jonah yeah. in ways. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I one of the things too to kind of close with that is is just to consider um, fidelity to God is like mm-hmm. if if God says go, that's His will. Yeah. Like so, if God's word says to do something, our 
fidelity to God says that we will do it. If his word says to not do it, then we will not do it. Um, it's amazing to me um, how interesting the idea of putting away anger is, you know, because there's so many people who are angry right now. And so I've been looking at, obviously, you know, Ephesians chapter four, where he, you know, he quotes Psalm four, uh, four, where he says, the Psalm four, four says, be angry, do not sin. And it says, and, and be still and meditate on your bed. So there's this idea of like, you know, hey, the idea of not sinning while you're angry is about keeping it in your head, you know, deal with it in, in the quietness, right? So anger doesn't mean I get the blurt, right? And because he go and then Psalm 37, 8 uh, talks about just putting away anger. And then again, going back into Ephesians, he also says to put away anger and malice. And, and it's like, because the wrath of man, and we we're supposed to put away wrath, but the wrath of man doesn't produce the righteousness of God. And there are so many people who are angry right now. Um, and I think just... I am not! Yeah, yeah like, exactly, Proverbs, right? Proverbs says you're a fool. An, ang- yeah, an angry man yeah. is a fool. He rages against, you know, raging mm-hmm. against all wise judgment, right? You know, so so I would encourage people, you know, listen, Jonah. Jonah's kind of a, a warning tale for us. And so as you're reading with us over the next couple of days, just really think about that. But listen, guys, a Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. We'd love to hear from you. Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. And from Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head and the Little One Spud and Bob's Big Boy, you're loved, you're family. God bless you. And we will talk to See you tomorrow. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next next episode drop.